0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is William Tencup, and you are listening to the Recruiting Daily Podcast. We're broadcasting live from Sherm Annual in Vegas, and we have Jody and Tim with me. While we do some introductions?
1: Yeah. Hey, everybody. I'm Tim Sackett, HR tech kind of guy, timsackett.com. I speak. I write books. I wrote the foreword for Chris Dunn's new book, The Best Boss Ever. It's a lot there.
0: It's a lot to <laughs> so, take in. Just sit back, <laughs> ease back, and just kind of take it. Got it. Jody, what about yourself?
2: I'm Jody Brandsetter. I am an HR career expert that focuses on helping HR actually get a seat at the table and become leaders and actual CEOs of organizations, not just CHROs. I'm also an author. Tim, speaker.
1: She didn't have me write her forward though. What? Uh, I know. I'm sorry. What?
2: He is one of my testimonials in my book. <laughs> Thank you very much, Tim Saget. <laughs>
0: Testimonials like it's like a second place award, it like is. a bronze.
1: Hey, I have a real friend that's gonna write my foreword, but I can put your quote on the back. Dan P. I didn't even
2: I didn't even think about having a foreword. If I did, Tim would have been one of them I would have thought of. See this what? is where
1: you, this what? one. Of them. one?
0: <laughs> what? You people? What? Did you say you people? One of them? I know. That was nice. That's because it slid in there uh-huh. like pretty mm-hmm. subtle. I mean, what in, do you mean by you people? You'd be on the list. the list could be a thousand what
1: are you
2: doing I wasn't going to name the number oh that's fair
0: this is where you get into the next book my next book I can do some different things with my next book that's the beauty of dealing with authors is they're always thinking about this is great but my next thing
1: yeah you're never finished you're never an author going yeah I had one book in me and that was it no no (laughs) no because once you do it and you get out there
0: and you do a great job publishing speaking doing all that stuff and it's like another thing (laughs) if you like that
2: here we got this. Or you so, can be like me, I've literally got my daughter to write a book and she's eight years old. Nice. Oh now that's cool. Yeah, it comes out in September.
0: So I'm doing this, I'm doing a kind of an A B study with a writer that writes in London for the HRD magazine. And he's gonna write it and we're gonna record the Zoom call where he asked me the questions. Yeah. And then we're gonna run it through AI. Nice. And see what the differences in the articles are.
1: <laughs> I'm
0: trying to. Make them feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, can this thing do your job? Because I'll just record it.
1: Turns out, yes. Yeah. I just did a podcast the other day where they were doing that, where they they were actually talking to two AI experts, and the AI experts were trying to tell them this author how AI wasn't going to take certain positions. Blah blah blah. Like he's, and they're like, like your job, <laughs> like asking us questions. That was a very intuitive question you just asked, and the guy goes, Yeah, I had you write all these questions. <laughs> That's
0: genius. All right, let's do the let's do, talk about Sherm. So, yeah. I know you spoke. Did you speak?
2: I speak tomorrow. Bless I'm, you. I am wrapping this place up. It's going to go out with a big bang or nice. maybe some booze. I don't I like know which.
1: That. Is it early? Like, it's the
2: last one, 10:30. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. That they call that the magic spot. You. I don't know. <laughs> you people. What? <laughs> <laughs> so I was
2: I've made a lot of friends, as yeah. you can see. Yeah,
1: clearly. Hey, someone has to close the show. <laughs> Lori Lori had me I think it was an
0: Oklahoma Sherm. She booked me for a seven AM slot, for concurrence, and it was the second day. So it wasn't even the first day where there's no, a lot oh, of yeah, energy over yes. yeah so I'm like in my hotel room cursing her name Like, why did I decide to if you don't want me to come, just say it. you don't want me to come don't put me, don't give do me that to me." And it was standing remotely. Yeah, it was intense. It nice. was crazy because I had set the expectation. There's only going to be two people there when I yeah. walked in. Oh my goodness,
1: Jody, I've gotten the magic spot at Germ. I've had the last session, and it actually does. People stay around. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. HR people are crazy for they, content. They were <laughs> your
0: session this morning was 7:30. No, that was Jim. Was oh, okay. Um, was oh, no, your... like
1: she's tomorrow at 7:30. I think I would. No, anyways, I have actually. The, I have the close. I have the last one today. Ah. right before Janet Jackson. Okay, so, so you're people Janet. will be walking out, and I told people Janet Jackson probably is going to be in my session. <laughs> said she would stop by. I can't guarantee that. I can't <laughs> guarantee it. So no games. It geez. might happen, though.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I saw Elvis a couple rows behind Elvis maybe, also maybe might Elvis. be in my
0: session. My favorite Elvis is Val Kilmer in True Romance. Is He was Elvis the the mirror. I don't know if you remember and that re- movie.
1: I re- yeah, I remember the movie. I just can't picture him He right was, now. It was
0: Val Kilmer <laughs> as Elvis talking to Clarence. Yeah.
1: Was he Fat Elvis?
0: Yeah, he was Fat Elvis. He oh, was yeah. my favorite Elvis. So
1: great. Yeah. I, Skinny Elvis, I don't
0: know that guy. No. Yeah. No. My mom and dad did. They saw Elvis back in the 50s. So they saw him
1: then. Nice looking, yeah. voice Elvis. Yeah, yeah. I was that's, saying,
2: my mom saw him Fat Elvis. That's
1: my Elvis. Yeah, in like that. That's my Elvis.
2: Yeah, it was like one of the last concerts he had before he died. So yeah, it was We're rough. he was
0: doing a bunch of covers of other people's <laughs> CC, right? He was I,
2: on his knee the whole time singing because he was so tired. <laughs> <laughs> and He was in this tight suit.
1: What are you doing? Seriously. Just I remember as a kid one time, we went to a hunting camp, and my stepfather came down, and, his, like, and he had put a bunch of weight on, so he had his like his camo like one-piece snowsuit on, and he had it zipped all the way down, and he had no clothes <laughs> on underneath because he couldn't fit any clothes, and I'm like, oh my God, it's hunting I, fat I Elvis. <laughs> I
0: can understand this. this. I can relate to this, actually. It's hunting fat Elvis. Because <laughs> I won't buy new clothes. I'll just wear them until they break.
1: <laughs> Zippers holding on for dear should, life. I,
0: if you were to look at my jeans right now, you'd be like, that's going to kill someone. That's going to shoot off and blind somebody. You shouldn't do that to yourself. You shouldn't do that to other people. Jody had
1: no idea she was in for this podcast. What did I get involved
0: Not with? at all. All right, so we know that you obviously, because of your speaking and uh, books and stuff like that. So being here is a given. What did you want to get? For being here what it was when you think of success when you go home you're flying home like that was a complete waste of my time or that was a great use of my time etc how do you evaluate this one? 1st
2: first i'm hoping i have all my daughter's christmas gifts done through the expo that's right. number one oh, yeah right? well done. A lot of
1: squishy balls yeah
2: yep. there's poop rings that i know she's gonna love <clears throat> so that's always number one but actually i love coming here connecting with the hr people, understanding what they're looking for, just really getting insight from them. Being a solopreneur, I usually only get insight for myself. It's not, it's uncomfortable. So having that conversation with HR professionals and then hopefully gifting them with something. And I hope someone comes to my book signing. Just one, just (laughs) one. My mom,
1: just Just somebody.
2: somebody. (laughs) I gift books at my at my session and remind them that I'm signing up. I will
1: sign it, but you have to come to the thing. <laughs> I, I'm actually going to give you a book that you come I, and sign. I don't have a Sharpie with me. If you could just come...
0: To the thing That'd be great yeah. I'll give you
1: the book I'll, give you the book. I'll yeah. give you the book The hard part about Speaking at Sherm And having a book Is I did my Mine was launched Five years ago So I'm gonna do a session Has nothing to do With my book mm-hmm. And they're like Oh Tim will have A book signing At the end of this And I'm like No mm-hmm. No one's buying That book anymore No that book's out We're <laughs> no. down You're
0: Taking off the list Can I? So
1: what I'm do? gonna sit there With five people They're all gonna have a line I'm gonna be like By myself With <laughs> Chris Dunn's new book. I'll probably just put that out there. He'd be signing that <laughs> you, book. You just a for- just to sign the Just sign, forward. S- in, <laughs> sign the forward. Scroll in. I might actually do that. I'm going to say, hey, I'm going to be at a book signing. Go buy this book. I'll That's sign the right. forward, and we'll take a picture and send it to Chris. Bam. I love that.
0: That's better. Hashtag Chris Dunn.
1: Chris Dunn. <laughs> I love that.
0: All right. This is the largest Sherm I think I've ever seen. Attendance-wise.
1: Yeah. It's funny because I, I was told it was the largest ever. Okay. But then when you talk to some old school Sherm people, they uh-huh. were like, no, back in the day, in 1973, we had one that had 45,000. I'm like, no, you didn't. You don't remember that far. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Too funny. So what's the expo like for y'all? When you go through here, because we, Ryan and I got here at 730 yesterday. So it yeah. didn't open it until 10. And we got to actually walk around. There was nobody here. We got to walk around and go through the entire expo. and It was probably the greatest expo experience I've ever had because there's no one here. <laughs> I didn't have to talk to anybody. I could just look at their booth because you know how it is. You, you walk down a hall and people are like on you. I, I just want to look at your stuff and see it, and then I'll go on to my next thing. I got to do that. Yeah. So what did what have y'all seen so far? What's sticking out? Joke? I feel
2: like everyone's up their game as far as their expo. Exhibits. Oh my gosh, there's puppies. I can snuggle with puppies here, people. It so never if you goes don't wrong
1: never. Yeah, nope. if
2: you have never been to Sherman and the reason's because they don't have puppies, they have them
1: now. Yeah. No one does strippers. It's just puppies you can snuggle with. Is yeah. it like I can just sit with a stripper and snuggle? <laughs> just get some of the glitter. You just have to go <laughs> down
2: on the strip, tab oh.
1: oh. Oh. How do I get the glitter off?
0: I've always said if you want to be a billionaire. All you got to do is figure out how to get glitter <laughs> off. Like, you can just sell those to the guys on the way out of the strip club. And like, All right, dude, just save I your know. marriage.
1: You but go. it used to be that if you came home with glitter, it was like definitely your wife or your significant other, whoever, knew you were at a strip club. Now you can just go, I was at the Taylor Swift concert. Yeah, exactly. You know. like,
0: just, <laughs> it was a glitter ball. I don't know. It's crazy. Anyway, I went off the bed of my head. And, and I thought I was going to have girls. So when we... We finally had kids because we waited 11 years before we started having children. I've seen
1: Vanshue. You, you do have a girl. Yeah. And I'm just, should, you got to play right? that for him.
0: 100%. <laughs> so I thought I could get away with it. Okay, I'm going to have girls. They're going to be doing crafts. Yeah. God, Glitters I'm, everywhere. Sure. I don't know how it got on my forehead. Yeah. <laughs> but still. righty. Because we're podcasting at the Actor Booth, yep. I should ask you, and I need to ask you, some background screener questions. So the three that are interesting our one's global. How do you do a global background check? How do you so when? Okay, I've it's been years since I've done background checks. Yeah. However, I, I didn't do global, so I know your staffing firm yeah. hires a bunch for folks. So how do you deal with this?
1: Whatever vendor you're working with, they will tell you they can do it. Yeah. So you, then you give it to them, and then you wait six months. <laughs> yep. <laughs> because it takes forever. Because that's because they don't really know how to do it, so they're making it up on the fly. I do think if you select a, a really good background check company. It's, it, you can't listen necessarily to the pitch. I want to talk to people who are already doing what you say you're doing. So I want to talk to a current client yep. who also has exactly the same issue I'm having, and I want to ha- I want to have that real conversation. And if they won't give you that referral, do. hard out. Yeah, yeah. Because they won't if they know they can't do it.
0: <laughs> do you have the same thing? And before we do, do you have the same thing with the remote employees? Not global necessarily. Like you're not in the office. I didn't. We've been over Zoom, but I don't really know.
1: You, yeah, I, I'm, we're seeing it more in the interview side. Interesting. So people will show up for an interview and then you've like, all of a sudden the hiring manager will go, Hey, I don't think that was the same dude that showed up for the right. for the job. Yeah. There's you fraud. Know? That's oh, one yeah. of the things
0: that you, I know you do in staffing. You're just trying to minimize the fraud. You can't eliminate it. You're just trying to minimize. exactly. It. Jody, what's your take on global and remote screens? What's, I know you. I haven't had to you. do
2: any for a while, but back in my corporate days, yes. we would have to do international because we were a federal contractor. Wow! So you had to go back so many years, and you had if it was in Ireland or India or who, wherever. Yeah. And a lot of times it was literally we would get a scan of a piece of paper with just some <laughs> writing on it, and, we're, and they're like, "That's good." And we're like, "Okay, that services our check on the box." Unfortunately, you don't really know. Some some cities, I think you have to literally go to the police station. Someone right. has to physically go there. Right. And right. literally, they're writing it down. It's not even a print or a paper. It's not even com- typing. Right.
0: but You're also dealing with cultural issues and different laws. Absolutely. Again, you get, once you get out of the United States, I was talking to Deb McGrath yesterday, actually. Yeah. And she goes, we don't do a lot of screens in Canada. I'm like, really? She goes, Yeah. It's just we trust people. We just trust, we're just They're trusting. They're very them. trusting that up ends, there. It always ends really well. It,
2: yeah. <laughs> but the other thing, and of with- course, I
0: went back. I then went back. I said, "Haven't we annexed you? Is it? Is it? Did we just annex you? Scramble the jets. Just, yeah. Aren't you the fifty-first state? I don't know. Anyhow, you do you. You do you." You know, the other reset. thing about
2: Canada is they have so many people who have are from other countries. Yeah. And that makes it even more difficult 100%. to try to figure out their background checks. Because a lot of them are Middle Eastern. It's just, yeah. it's really difficult. So again, it's like you were talking about, like how much risk do you want to have when you're doing these background checks? And what does it really provide you that's going to help you make a good hiring decision? William,
1: one of the most dangerous things we're seeing right now in this industry, because people are so want to hire so fast, But they are doing a lot of contingent background screen where they'll go, we're going to hire you, we're going to bring you on, and if something pops, then we're going to have to fire you. And you want to talk about a really uncomfortable situation. You had somebody... You did a great job. Quit a job. They quit a job, (laughs) Yeah, came to work for you, and, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, we didn't, you have this thing in your background. And they that- are doing a great job. That oh. could
0: be even more awkward. That ramps it up. They're doing a great job. Well, it also puts you at legal you a risk, felony. right?
1: You're like, oh, you never said this or whatever, but right. you're like, but am I performing the job? Yeah, you know? it's like,
0: everyone's happy with my work. Yeah. Yeah, I have a felony. I yeah. should have disclosed that, fair yeah. enough. However, yeah. I'm doing good, I'm doing good work. How do y'all balance the candidate's desires and needs today and the employer's needs? today so you mentioned it just a second ago Tim where candidates want things th- everyone wants things to happen faster yeah but at one point speed intersects with quality and so how do y'all manage the expectations of you've got to deal with hiring managers and people that are corporate with staffing side but how do you manage your employers expectations and the candidates expectations?
2: I mean, you have to verbalize it, for one. Right. If you're not actually painting that picture for a candidate or the hiring manager, you're gonna fail every single time. Right. So I think that's the number one. And then number two, you have to be honest about can it be done or not. If you want someone to start tomorrow and you know that you won't have a background check done, you have to tell them that. And then it's, again, the risk factor. Do you want to potentially hire someone and then have to fire them because they have a background check issue? Or do you wanna wait three, five more days feel comfortable and then get them going. So it's really just being open and honest with both sides. Because that's right. the same thing with a candidate. If a candidate wants to be hired tomorrow, guess what? There's a chance that something might happen on your background check and now we're gonna fire you. Do you want that experience or would you rather us wait and clear you That'd and then cool start? That'd be cool to
0: have a decision where the candidate can make the decision. So it's just here, we have an offer letter. It's contingent, It's just you pick. Yeah, like you choose your own. What is it? The your own destiny, your own <laughs> ad- adventures. Yeah, so we just let the candidate choose. There you go.
1: Yeah, I think it's for us. It's over communicating and really, over under promising, over delivering. So if we know it's going to take a solid seven days to get that information back we coach our recruiters to go in and tell their candidate it's going to be 10 days. Yeah. And hey, how about you don't put your time in or how about I call you? And then every single day, you're giving them an update, even though you know you have nothing to update. It's the connection where the candidate knows, okay, there this because it, what happens is it becomes make-believe to them. Right. Like you told me I have a job, but I haven't heard from you in eight days. I accepted a different job. Yeah. And it ha- and it's really tough on the recruiters because they're like, I, Tim, I have nothing to tell them. Yeah, you do. David. You have something to tell them. Yeah. It's one more day closer to the to them starting. Uh, we're, you talked to clock. the hiring manager right. to yesterday. They're really excited so about here. Excited.
0: Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> that, are they just? It was like an hour of them just saying your name over yeah. and over. It's
1: crazy. <laughs> he said he dreamt about you last. Night. Yeah, yeah. Not in a in the, Not in a no in way. the best way. In <laughs> the best
0: way. You were closed. Yeah. <laughs> so I think we're going to wrap there. Yeah. That's probably a good time right there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just go out on that note. Jody, thank you.
2: Tim, thank you. Thank
1: you. And we're out.